everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Justin Robert Young Podcast. We are on the road, which means we have guests, and this is a joy because she has not been on the show before, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bonnie Brushwood, how you doing? I'm doing great. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh you know, I, I, I know that uh, you, you tweeted, the, was it last night or this morning, that I've, I've spent more time with your husband <laughs> over the past two months than uh, than, than you have. So I, I think so, because he was out in, uh, he was out your way with uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Comic-Con. And I will note, that's not my way. What? That's, it's no, in California. I was there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I also had to fly for that. Right, right, right. But, yeah. y- but you guys were in the same place at the we same time. We were in time. the same place at the same time. Which is. Although not, not, that was not planned. Oh, okay. That, I was down there for uh, my friend Katie and James documentary screening. Right. And then I think, I don't know where the Brian impetus, but he brought the girls. Right. They went to their right. first Comic-Con. Which, uh, for the 50th anniversary, what a cool Comic-Con to, to make. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty rad. Um, right. So, anyways, yeah, he's just been very busy. So On the road. On the road. But leading up to being on the road means that he's busy beforehand because he's got to get all his ducks in a row to make sure oh, he can leave. Yeah. And then because, when he gets back. Because you guys have to, I mean, it really is like the family business that, you know, you guys are getting all the production stuff and yeah. shooting all the YouTube videos. And so if he's missing weekends, which is primarily when you guys shoot. Right. Like, then then that's that's the big thing. Yeah. Right? Then everybody's playing catch up. And then, and then he gets back and then has to. <laughs> clean yeah. up for clean all the up things for all that the weren't that, done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then uh, since we are, we we were supposed to have that place finished up for our guests. Oh, <laughs> the compound. Yeah. yeah, we talked a little bit on because I had Brian on yesterday. So, okay. Uh, uh, we talked a little bit about the shower yeah. situation. Uh, but oh, but gosh. yeah, no, it was. Uh, look, that place is amazing, though. Like you can really, you can really start to see what is like coming. Right. Like now that it's like, there was like proof of concept. That's like literal proof of concept. Here's a house. Right. Right. Then there's proof of concept of like, oh, a livable place with multiple working toilets and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the lights and stuff. Uh, and that's really what you have now, which is like awesome. We're, it's yeah, it's we're, crazy. We're in it, 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 it feels, feels like a real little home. Yeah, I, I don't know, and it, it's funny because it has elements of the home that I grew up in, and like, like for whatever reason, when they built those style houses, they had a uh, these stone fireplaces. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just really kind of tacky now that you look Which at them. Which also, it's like, when, how many days out of the year in in Austin, Texas, are you lighting a fire in the fireplace? Oh, yeah, you know, you can. Light, it ain't exactly Minnesota. Yeah, you light one whenever you want to. Feel like it is like you're Christmas. sweating. Like you're sweating. Like there's no way you're not going to be sweating from light, lighting a fire here in in Texas. There's but, not a lot of like. Yeah, I'm going to no. light the fire, and here's the picture of us in our cable knit sweaters. It's oh like, God, we're no. going to light the fire, and here's our like athletic wear yes. and gym shorts. Yes, flip flops and the whatnot. Moisture wicking yeah. technology. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, you just do it basically um, for pictures so that you can say, uh, look, it's Christmas. You now, know? you've had, how long have you been 
really, really focusing on on the art stuff. Um, uh, like now, yeah. Like uh, you, 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 like very concerted effort. Like turned a key, and and you were like in you know sculpting and and putting stuff together. Like for like uh, much more than you were before, right? Right, right. Well, you know, do you want to you do you want the Give me the thing. The I'm interviewing yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Trump got elected, right? <laughs> that was it. Oh yeah, that destroyed me. Trump I was started like, your your, it, your your reborn it art career. Did it was like I I had been doing art, right? Like, yeah. So I wasn't ignoring it. I've been taking workshops and and doing it and building on skills and. And, and and so all along I've been doing this, but not like that really white hot focus that it takes to actually, you know, launch a career. Cause, yeah. Because, you know, and I wouldn't even say I was dabbling. I was more intent than that. But, but. Yeah, because, and, and, and for like yeah. in your house, there's always stuff that you've made. Right. Like, like, like you right. don't have a lot of other people's art <laughs> around your well, house. A you lot know? of it is the kids and, sure. and artifacts from Brian's show. It's kind of a it's, celebration of the things that we do. It's and, stuff yeah. that you guys have made. Right. Or earned. Right. right? right. Like, like yeah. that. that is what is hung around. But a lot of it is your own art. But right. Trump, for real, this was this was for a real. Trump thing? Like, I don't know if you, you, you know, when we, we, we were all online watching the, uh, doing that covering yeah. that thing. I was just streaming tears because I just knew that our our official timeline had ended some crazy way. If Trump could get elected, then we're in the alternative universe for some yeah. reason. You know, I don't know. It was just it was really hard for me to wrap my brain around. And I was like, this and I'm like, I couldn't do anything. Like I can never vote for a winning candidate. Like I've never You've always picked the loser. I've always so I'm not voting this year. I'm just like <laughs> I'm not voting. Because you feel like it's just superstitious uh, at this it's point. It's superstition at this point. I mean, I have, if they lose by one vote, it would have been like, well, but if I voted, they would yeah. have lost by a lot more. So. Um, but luckily, you're not in a yeah. state. You're not in a swing state. Oh, so no. you can you can afford to not vote. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, definitely true. So my vote doesn't matter here anyways. But um, the that. That just kind of got me to focus. I'm like, what can I do? Because I really don't like a lot of things that are going on. Like, yeah. and it wasn't just Trump, but it was, but that was just like, how can we get a guy that's just so gross? I mean, sorry, people, if you're Trump, Trump fans. Fan. I sure. mean, I, I get where you're coming from, you know? And by now, like when we're further along, I yeah. do feel like I, I see another side where I feel like we probably would have escalated like some international things with Hillary. So like we would have went of, to war with Iran or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of just like, oh, at this point, I don't know. I, you know, I really don't know. And that's the, and that was the deciding thing. What's funny like, is that that swirl of emotions. I love the fact, because I have not known this, but I've seen so much of your oh, art since God. you made that. Yeah. And I would never guess. I would never know that there was such a roiling political tension in these awesome pots oh and, like, bowls. God. Yes, it was so much. But I was like, I am not a political person. What the hell am I even worried about politics oh so for, so it maybe like right? it took you by surprise it took me by surprise that and, you cared that much and right and also that i was so powerless to do anything yeah this is like my voice doesn't matter i'm not i'm not someone who can go out and do rallies or fundraise i mean there's a lot of skills i don't have that i can't apply to the political world to influence anything but i'm like what am i i'm, a, I'm an artist and i'm like 
do art then. Yeah. Do art. I go, I don't know what kind of art. I mean, I can't do political art. I mean, like, what a dummy am I? I can't do political art. I go, you do some meaningful art. Do the art you know. Do the art you know. And that's going to affect the world in a positive way. And you just get out there and do what you're supposed to do. So, I mean, I was like, no kidding around. I'm going to have to make some choices and like yeah. I'm going to get up early. So I started getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning. God I, damn. Yeah, I did because I – 4 a.m. I did. This is what I did too. Like I just sold a piece for 10 grand, which is okay. pretty that's, – That's a big deal. That was a big deal. So like it was this uh, conceptual art piece and it's one of my strengths is to kind of have like a playful take on concepts, right? And so, yeah. so it was this conceptual piece that – that went and I had this like cash stipend. I'm like, uh, you know, there's stuff that I've been wanting to do, but I haven't dived in because I didn't feel like I, I could spend that money on it. But yeah. like really my my best talent is not painting, which I've done a lot of stuff, but it's sculpture. So um, I had some sculpture ideas that just kept pinging me in the brain. And I'm like, well, fine. Uh, I'm going to go and I'll just get this studio space and I'll go in and then see what happens. But I'm just going to going to really do it, you know. So I went in and, and the guy luckily had a space. And it's actually since being there, it's really hard to get a space. And, and so oh, I really? just lucked out. It was January. Uh, uh, Trump. Of, of yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so he, he was taking office. I, I went in in January. And said, hey, I want a space. And then all of a sudden, I was just like testing him, like, how big's your kiln? And is it worth, you know, being here, right? And oh, then wow. And then all of a sudden, he, I realized he kind of did like, he kind of leaned back and crossed his arms and gave me this nod. There's this like certain nod that people do when uh -huh. they're judging you. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm auditioning. He doesn't oh. just, he just doesn't take anybody. Yeah. Like, I'm auditioning. So, so yeah. you're not shopping for a space. He is auditioning you to be a roommate. Yes, that's exactly Where it. Where you still got to pay rent, but, like, he has his choice. He has a spoiled choice. Like, there are so many people. And in fact, he took me before. Like, he had people on the list that he kept just not. Calling. Calling. No. And then I got to slip in there and, and get that spot. So um, that was kind of interesting. Um, and it's been pretty good. He's been a, a good mentor, helped me get kind of elevated uh, to a point where where I'm producing really, really well. Like my, my sculpture so you're, work so you're has a lot of integrity. So you're feeling good about it. I feel really good. Like my, my work has integrity. I've learned, you know, some ups and downs. Everything is looking really good. I'm And, and it's time for me to get my own kiln so I can, you know, start. Doing your own Doing thing. it a lot quicker. Yeah. And I can experiment a little more and things like that. Because now you only have X amount of time that you can put something in the kiln. And like I'm in sculpting, like right. not everything that goes in the kiln is going to come out the way that you want it, right? Right, right. And also, um, you know, I've learned so much that I realized that he has a very stringent way of firing so that he can accommodate 20 to 30 people. Gotcha. So, and then meanwhile, I'm like, well, I know you can do this and you're just choosing not to do that, but I need to be able to do this. And I yeah. get where you're coming from, but I really need to be able to move that direction with my work. Move beyond and, that. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just time to get a get a new kiln. But it's been three years and No, this is yeah. but this is like uh, uh now the time where you're stepping forward. But it, it's yeah. so, it, it's been so exciting to see you uh I mean I've always known you as an artist, but like mm -hmm. as a like 
functioning, thriving. Like this is right. my, I got a thing to do every day. I've got a larger plan here. Like it's been rad to see oh, uh, to you. see you kind of grow up uh, uh, with that. And and now like taking another step forward with the kiln. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, you know what? The part that I think is really funny and that. Uh, that you probably don't know and you'll okay. like. Right. Is that so here I had this kind of like little little breakdown over politics. Politics and just the state of the world and stuff. And then um and then I so I had that money and I'm just gonna rent this place. And I didn't tell Brian about it. Like I just oh. left. I went four in the morning, I'd be gone. And I'd roll in for breakfast and and fix kids' breakfast, and I'd come in, and I had that whole space. To, I mean, it's this huge warehouse. So you would so, roll, you're waking up at four, right? So you could go do something. The, the first thing in your day would be the art, right? And then come right. back and 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 be mom to the three. Yeah, kids. and so for the rest of the day, I take care of my business. I was I went to bed way earlier than I usually did. Got but then, you. But then meanwhile, Brian had no idea what I was doing. You know? Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't wasn't really sure how aware he was. <laughs> of me being gone in the morning because like yeah. he doesn't even wake up or ever. But I was just like, I don't want to have to explain it because Brian doesn't seem to be able to understand my art talk in a way <laughs> that like I'm like it's this and this and his eyes just gotta get like glazed over and he feel he looks a little green and queasy <laughs> and it's just like he doesn't know what to say and he always says the wrong thing I mean he really does he always says the wrong thing so it's just like <laughs> so at some point like that kind of just broke down I'm like you know what I just need to show Brian what I when I feel I can do this I'll show him what I'm up to and it'll be proof of concept yeah that this is not me conceptually yeah. thinking about, well, you know, if I maybe did this and then I did that. Because right. Brian is a very results-oriented oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. So it's like he doesn't really like plans. No. He likes, he likes the thing at the end. Right. And so I just, uh, you know, kind of got in there. And at some point I had the show that we have every spring and then he came out and saw my work and he was just like holy shit this yeah this is this is great i mean i get it so um at that point i just kind of uh you know brian is all behind it and um and everything's just been rolling since so yeah and now I'm just waiting to see about a residency. Oh. oh I know. Let me check Fingers my phone. Crossed. All right. I don't know. But it, it, it's good. You know, I highly recommend trying out for stuff because I had to do a lot of writing for it. Oh, nice. That's the other thing is that when is that you're an artist, you have to do a lot of writing. Yeah. So it's like you have to get over that hump. And so. <laughs> it's like when you're a writer, you're worried about doing math. <laughs> so it's like oh, there's always a right? thing. Oh, yeah. No, I hate Why math. is. Why is writing like math? I don't. It's like they're like mortal enemies. Oh, writing and math. Like I don't like doing it, and for whatever right. reason, that's like the, whenever like you you know, try to put together a business plan or something oh, or cr yeah. crunch numbers for for doing a thing. It's like it's like oh, oh math. Look at that. I know, and that's the way I feel. Like like I hadn't heard that parallel because when. I, I think it's really unfair that a visual artist has to write as much as they do. But then, <laughs> I mean, it's like you don't ask a writer to paint what they're doing. I mean, some people do that, you know, but yeah. but they're special and rare. Although, I guess if you move up that ladder, you don't ask them, like, like all right, so if 
the artist is afraid, the sculptor is afraid of writing, and the writer is afraid right. of math. Like, what is the mathematician afraid of? Uh, Public the, speaking, probably. Yeah, God. I don't God. know. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into the news. Texas. Where's Sugarland? Is that outside Sugar of Houston? A, I think it's Dallas. Is it Dallas? I think. Uh, yeah. Big, big, pretty big little spot in Texas. The police, uh, they're on the, they're on the hunt here. Funny. For... A Sugar, a Sugarland police are looking for a woman who used a battery-powered grinding saw to cut into the front door of. A Botox clinic. Oh, dear God. Oh. <laughs> uh, she apparently was there to steal anti-aging products at the Botox RNMD Spa on the uh, 13500 Southwest Freeway. Uh, but surveillance cameras captured the burglary at 8.25 p.m. Oh, my gosh. That's, I mean. That's pretty early. It is. For like, a nighttime she... robbery. Right. Like if, really if I saw that around here, I'm like, all right, I know it's Bonnie because she's got to be in bed by like nine at this the is, latest if she's waking up at four. This <laughs> is definitely a mom who has something going on. In the yeah, morning. let's let, let's go ahead and profile this lady. The woman was white, 35 to 45 years old, and was wearing a light colored top with dark colored pants. She was driving a light colored Mercedes sports utility vehicle with no. Mm. Front license plate. <laughs> so she's she's watched a couple of those uh, episodes of of like um, police shows. And, yeah, and she's like, I'll take off my license. And nobody will. They'll know. never find me. Right. Although that is aggressive. I mean, eight twenty five. You right. think middle of the night, right? Right. One o'clock, two o'clock in the in, in in the morning. Yeah. Eight twenty-five. It's like people are still like out and about at like eight twenty-five. They're well, like like finishing up not. their like maybe if they're going to dinner or something at eight twenty-five. I mean, she's definitely got to get her blue beauty. <laughs> she's got to get her beauty. Botox. Yeah. Although I guess that is pretty expensive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, she could be reselling it too to like. I would other, assume. Yeah, like there's probably other. People that do stuff. You know what's what's gigantic in South Florida are just people who will do these surgeries like in their garage. Ew. I've like I've known I've known a family member who got a garage facelift. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but like the way like it, it, it's huge in the uh, 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 Hispanic community. Yeah, because it's always like oh well you know my cousin he was a surgeon in Bogota. Uh, so he's got all the things. He's got it, it's all set up. Normally, you pay X amount, you know, quarter of that. Just come on into our garage. You know, we'll numb you up. We'll get this facelift uh, in and out. You're done. Oh my god! We'll get you a Seven Eleven Slurpee on the way out. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! No. no, people do that. Yeah, like uh, boob jobs, butt lifts. Like it's seriously all for real. Oh. Well, because if you wanna, if if you want the thing. Right. But you don't have the money. Right. That's the option. I that's sad though. Well, yeah. It's not. I mean, let's have <laughs> like, some more self-esteem. I didn't, I didn't start this by saying, well, you want to know it's a great trend? <laughs> oh no. It just seems like 
therapy to get your self-esteem back on track is probably uh, uh, cheaper than all of that combined. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, I agree. I think right. this is this is a self-esteem problem. It is. We should be like, so maybe, all right, here's the deal. Okay. You run one of these like, uh, uh, oh, don't worry, I'll get you super cheap facelift, super <laughs> oh, cheap God. butt lift, right? <laughs> uh, and then when they show up, just a nice leather couch, and you're like, hey, let's talk about things. Yeah. You want, here, you, you, don't, you don't need that. Oh. You, you're great. You just walk in, you're complimenting them. Yeah. You're just like like by the time that you're done, they don't even they're not even thinking about it. They're yeah. not even like, like like you're like oh your butt looks fine. It looks fantastic. <laughs> look Why do you what need you a butt about? lift for? <laughs> well, that that's my theory about um about hairdressers. Like hairdressers have this thing where they do this like the mean compliment where they're just like, oh, it's so pretty after you've seen me, you know, or like, you know, they like, oh. they like neg you in a way to like make sure that you always come back to them. To them. They're the only ones that provide you that self-esteem. It's, they're it's your drug like, dealer. They're you're like your hookup for the yeah. self-esteem. Like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do with your hair? Oh, oh no, you look so beautiful. So you, you know? think they lay it on a little thick, they, they oversell the like, Oh God, you're garbage. You're disgusting. Yeah, it's, oh, it's this little... is awful. And then snip, snip, snip. Oh, oh this is. So uh, and then all the color. That color really changes everything. You know, it washes out in three tries. <laughs> <laughs> flim flam artists. Flim, they are yeah. some sometimes. Let's go ahead and get into some emails. Right. Hey, jury, I'm in my earlier 30s and I'm growing a beard for the first time. As you are a man with amazing facial hair, do you have any tips? If it helps, I had a dad who went out for a pack of smokes and never returned. Aww. <laughs> oh, know. is that your audience? <laughs> is everybody that can relate? I, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I attract my flock. Real recognize real. Aww. Uh, all right. So, uh, I don't really have a ton of facial hair tips, to be honest. I I, I don't even trim my own beard anymore because I'm oh, terrified no. to do it. Right? It's a commitment. And like And if I screw up, I don't trust myself to fix it. Yeah. Like, and then sometimes like I've actually tried to like trim it a little bit. And then like the next thing you know, like I'll look in the mirror and like from the wrong angle, like I it's like some weird MC Escher like mm -hmm, design mm -hmm. that's happening and so I, I hate it. I always get it done. My, okay, so here's my one tip. Pretty much any modern barber place mm -hmm. now will do a beard trip. It's become beards are in enough that it's probably even on the list of things to do. Uh, but Bonnie, from your perspective, yeah, because Brian was beardless for a long time. Oh, yeah, he was. Now he has a beard. Right. Were there negotiations on the beard? Is there a specific way that you like it or or are you guiding him when it gets too raggedy no i i had a hard time with the him just being baby face and then he finally got a little bit of a just you know that super kept it really short kind yeah of stubbly look which i thought was a nice start and then he committed. He just really wanted, I think you inspired him, you know. He was just <laughs> like, I'm really going to try to do this beard thing. And 
It took a long time though, because he's got that blonde yeah. kind of patchy thing yeah. going on. So, but he worked with with the barber shop, and then here's the thing: I was just digging on the the hairdressers with yeah. women because they play into your low self esteem. <laughs> Men, it's a different story. Like you uh-huh. go get your beard trim, and they're all just like, "Oh yeah," or they just like scratch your head and just yeah. make you feel like, "Yeah, I'm like worthy." To have this, I've always found that the the people who cut my hair Mm -hmm. are almost like detached. Yeah, like they're they're like, hey, what's up? Yeah, that's cool. What do you want? Yeah, that's because you're in California and everybody's high all the time. (laughs) It may may or may not be weed related. Yeah, but even in Florida, I kind of feel like like there's just a lot of like with with especially like barbers. Oh, it's a lot of like. Men's haircuts are a lot of like, okay, well, what's your number on the side? Uh, you should like yeah. be building up this profile of knowledge from when you're a teen right. to like now. Okay. So they look at me like I have, because I have never, I've never had any idea of what I want my hair to look like. Aww. I always, I'm always like, <laughs> just do, I don't know, do a thing. You're the professional. <laughs> so now I show people pictures, but I'll never remember to get pictures together. So I wind up just showing clips. From, oh, from videos, from videos stuff. of me on the internet, yeah. Which is I like I don't know whether it's really helpful or the douchiest thing possible. Maybe oh, both. Yeah. Like here's my YouTube video. Look at my haircut there. Make me like this guy here. Yeah. I don't know. You can say, hey, I like this guy's look so much. That yeah. You can just act like it's not you. It's like it's you, not you're me. You're just like totally copying. Me. I don't know. I'm just really <laughs> into this awesome uh, YouTuber. Right. Can you just make me like the all right, dude? <laughs> Try that next time. I, I don't know. Maybe I'd be able to get away with it if they were really, really, really high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bonnie, where is there a place online where people can see your art? Yes, I have uh, some of it up at sunshineclay.com. Also, Bonnie Brushwood should point you there. I finally got my domain. Bonniebrushwood.com. I got my domain back. Nice. Wait, yeah. where'd it go? Brian, like, let it lapse because he didn't, you know, like. Auto renew. You got to set that one to auto I know, but renew. their credit cards changed at one point. And uh, then they decided, yeah. wow, you've had this domain a long time. You must be a really important. This name must be so desirable. Oh, so somebody then, squatted on it. Yeah, for like. And they were like trying to sell it back to me for ten grand. <laughs> I was just like, "What?" I go, "No." And I watched it come down over like ten years. Like every year, they yeah. just make it cheaper and cheaper. And so finally, I was like, "I get my name back." So Bonnie Brush. So wait, did they let it lapse, or did you have to buy it off them? Uh, no, it it. I just went through do- domain. Yeah. And so so they, I had so, no idea. So they had let it lapse. And, yeah. 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 So, so somebody the finally gave up failed. on it. Right. Right. Uh, all right, so go and ahead to bonniebrushwood.com. Go ahead and see the uh, awesome politically charged art that she is uh, Well, it's not political out. art. No, it's absolutely. Art. We right. now know the hidden oh, meaning of no. every jagged edge of every vase. It really represents your torn and tattered view of America. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I want to thank our producers, the Jed, non-specific rock and roll Martian, Steve, Will, James, the OG Brito, Will, Chris. I'm going to do the other block, too, because I forgot it yesterday. Bill, Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., M., Trey, the Melodica Man, Adam, Middle Age, Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. You can always email me, jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, that is jurydaily at gmail.com. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat is Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord at bit.ly slash jury discord i want to thank another jay martin who gave us our jury story for today until tomorrow though this is your old pal justin robert young saying please give a round of applause to mr wack but more importantly please don't Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>